Hello, my name is Arndt Vogel. I'm a hepatologist from Hanover in Germany, and I would like to give you a brief update on the um, data we presented at ESMO GI in Barcelona last week on the FIGHT 2.2 study. As you know, in Schlangel carcinoma, we can find a lot of druggable alterations, and specifically in intrahepatic Schlangel carcinoma, in around 10% of patients, we can detect FGFR2 um, fusions. And we have seen an approval of pemigatinib for these patients with FGFR2 fusions based on the FIGHT 2.2 study. We presented an update on the efficacy data from this pivotal study. Interestingly enough, it was a phase two study, single arm study without a control group. Single arm study is not completely correct because it was actually a three arm study. The largest cohort were patients with FGF2 fusions, clearly our target population. Cohort B included patients with other genetic alterations, specifically mutations in the FGF2 pathway. And the third cohort were patients without any genetic alterations in the FGF2 pathway, if you like, kind of a control group, but we did not aim for compare the arms with each other. Pemigadinib is an FGFR2 inhibitor. It's an oral drug and was given two weeks on, one week off within the study. In terms of baseline characteristics, we observed that in the cohort A in patients with FGFR2 fusions, we observed slightly more female and younger patients. And this is in line with data we have seen from other retrospective and prospective studies that not only we find these alterations primarily in intrahepatic hepatic carcinomas, but also a slight predominance of females and younger patients. The other two cohorts were not surprisingly patients with intra- and extrahepatic hepatic um, carcinomas, as we would expect it. The primary endpoint in the study was the overall response rate. It was 37%, and these responses were durable. Median duration of response was 9.1 months, which is really uh, impressive. And there were some patients with really long-term tumor control. The high response rate and long duration of control, um, of course, also translated in decent uh, median progression-free survival and overall survival. In this final analysis, we observed a median PFS of seven months and a median overall survival of 17.5 months. If you take all these um, efficacy data, I think they fit very nicely into the data we have seen also from other FGFR2 inhibitors. We have a high response rate, a very high disease control rate of more than 80%, and the PFS is between six and nine months. Data we have seen for infigratinib, pimigatinib, futibatinib, and maybe it will change a little bit with the uh, more recently developed uh, FGF inhibitors, but here we need to wait for final um, data. Similarly, the overall survival in line what we would have seen uh, uh, with the other FGF inhibitor between 15 and 20 months, which is really remarkable for these really difficult to treat tumors. Usually in the second line setting, we see single digit response rate, PFS of three months and median overall survival of six months. So here there's clearly an improvement. In terms of side effects, there were no safety signals. I mean, what we have observed before, changes in the phosphate levels, skin toxicity, nail toxicity, GI toxicity, uh, fatigue. This is what we observed with all these FGF inhibitors in this long-term follow-up study. So I think in summary, these data confirm the efficacy of pemigatinib. The response rate PFS overall survival is clinically meaningful, and I think also justify 
the further development of these drugs into the first-line setting. As you know, three drugs, fudibatinib, infigatinib, and also pemigatinib, are tested in phase three studies in the first-line setting. These studies still have a long way to go for the recruitment, um, but I think the data we have seen so far clearly justify this approach. Thank you very much.